Hello, you're listening to a podcast from the Poetry Translation Centre featuring the poems of Mohamed Hashi Damak Garie from Somaliland. I'm Sarah Maguire. Garie was born in Hargeza in 1949, where he still lives. Since the 1970s, he's been universally regarded as one of the most important Somali poets, composing poems on a wide range of topics, from nuclear weapons to Nelson Mandela. He's an electrifying performer, as you're about to discover. In this recording, you'll hear three different poems by Garie. Each poem is first read in Somali by Garie himself, then in English translation by the British poet W. N. Herbert. Garie's poems were co-translated by W. N. Herbert, working closely with Martin Orwin, senior lecturer in Somali and Amharic at the School of Oriental and African Studies, with the help of Mohamed Hassan Alto. Garie's poems are read in the same order as they appear in the chapbook we've published. You can download a copy of the chapbook and find out more about Garie and all the other poets we've translated by visiting the Poetry Translation Centre's website at www.poetrytranslation.org. The first poem is self-misunderstood. It's kind of philosophical and talks about the duality in the human nature and it sheds, tries to shed some light on the long history of the human race, starting perhaps from ape to becoming human being. So uh, it's called a Somali Karadaran. Karadaran after he died. Geri Yanololei, Guluf Laguna Gadai, Cabrella Gadar Gaye, Gabel to Mehabeno Halgadi de Haye, Lamanaliskino Guru Uhoidai, Koga the Hacheda, Gahde the Wahita Haymagar and Hoktalium Hadwagoleta Mohgarabato Golizi, Sechiro, Garabalo Bahain, Miss Gobble did win Hakugo any batai. Madiga Agari. بسلام گذبانو اسکلی نیباتی کفعلو آبوریه بلگدادی شک کردند رفته ایدای گری یعنی ده اسکوکن بیاتیم گال بیا و دکتر بلگریگ ورکیسی و گوتهی فرعونی و حبقر لگورعی اما ادگریری و گری با ای اتاقید کوگوس و ماریو گیدی وحی هایی او گلاین خوب نیوم مدت بگی سوتاگو کجورشی کدوم دوم بلایی گوتهی کل جا به جای یو گودی گودی لعربت کسته گودودیگه حال که گل بچوکتی یا گارتی کل به نگاری است میل کدوم که دیگه ماری کردند رفته ایدای سیدگ انکه واین هد بگه فریگای آرینات گرفیسی یا وحی سلی اگو حداد مان تلاک گیتا بابات هنگ کیتا گذلاله یه شی میاد دلنگ دوستو دیپی خوگر دادشین مرتا گبودون گد که دوارین گذرانو نکیتای گذران و حاتای دست خوگو گذویو اسلوا گانو مد بعد گسی آدگو گبنی لات هیومان قبل ماییم مد باعیل گرونی کوه هستگارو مد باخو گبرم آنگر حنکی سودمی هین هدیس حرکوگارو 
كارا وحبوبيو مدباد قول لطحيو كارا الله يحوك تاديق دي قالي ويدي كما هلقون تاذوك عن قال السياح كارا الله يحوك تاديق دي قالي ويدي كما لطحيق وقباب سيي كما هلقون تاذوك عن قال السياح مي قبي هبابين ما ديقا وحقبيو هل بقير سبريو كوبا بيدبلة شوقوك اللي بحاها بيكي كارا الدرا نفطي داي این کشتوگ علیو گرامده هلاکی یه گمان که بکشی تو عرکسره گلابخو. ادیگه ایلگوشوی یه گابی دیلو گوبتالی استاگ با ادیگه گلوباله. مگه شیگو بغضل گویی کشتوگو. مثلا گاری نلگورو میره باتهای. با حد که بودی دیگه دبگرایسه. دنبیال وحنجلو. اما گیست فرحمو. که بگود بعیره عیبها انگارو لیهای. این کشتوگ کی چو وقتی کلاگ شده آدت که بین کوگاسی رو Adiga gralo gutai mahai go hosi guhalche Gudopti ya humal tada Ila tahayni kiat gama mahadi gu garata Garal dara naftai dai Gumei saad kulun ho shodat ka ku gara ado Gudun ku ga mungu yeka garay san mahayang wahadi gu guise Maat garab san haulaha ku gardi ya iye Galbiski ado ga gao ilme yoho yada ugo ho Garabte ku dihati yo Ersa ur gal kaagi I can't understand you, curious self, nor grasp how you're both life and death, grabbed land and peaceful settlement, grudging milker that makes me fool, sunset at evening whilst casting noon's shortest shadow. How can you be two who can't marry yet share the same house? How can I set this riddle and give away its answer if I fail to understand your secret or even what you mean by it? Are you something separate, a standalone that leans upon no man's shoulder, or such a part of the people that you can't be parted from them? And are you that which is Garia? or two opposing halves he cannot fit together. I call you crooked creation. Bear witness to your character. I can't get to grips with you, gregarious self. Are you the same age as Gurie and his fellow constellations? Are you all kin? And what about the history of the Greeks, the Pharaoh's army and the goring of kings? What about the groans of war, the dynasties you saw destroyed? Bear witness to it all. My limbs and all their molecules, call them to the stand, line them up in ranks, collect their statements, those million monsoons that marched past. Tell them to complete the tale of that trek which each one took, the night walking and the assignations, where they were each afternoon when they made Garia make their stories flow like milk. I can't seem to fix you, quarrelsome self. You're like that riverbed, Wahin, shifting between long drought, brief spate. That business you concluded yesterday, signed, sealed and celebrated. Today you snatch it back and poke it full of holes. 
Did you tear up all natal traits, redraft infancy and all its rights? Or did truth grow old and find its essence not eternal after all? Where does the failure lie? Your usual impact is to put the people in two minds, to keep them from deciding. One casts you as the hero they could never see back down, while another thinks you short of wits, your way lost, your well dry, a barren camel. Another one misses you as he'd miss his own son. If a speck of grit scratched you, he could not be consoled. One casts you as cobra, trustless as a looter, while another has you as the strong shoulder, a sure repair of kindness, deserving of good deeds, a shelter and a shield. Unquantified soul, secret from yourself, ungraspable for others, they all fall short in the fathoming. Did anyone ever track you down and shake you by the hand? Or did they all end up lost? Or could it be you who fails them? Hiding within your shape shifting, a different colour for each place, each night a new beast, a different face. I can't get to grips with this garrulous self. Even if my lope outstrips the galloping of ostriches or horses, even if I vanish from their horizons, enter and depart from orbit in the same instant, you are with me. You never fall short of my side. Wherever I stand, whenever I stop, you stand and stop with me as though I carried round a debt and someone said, collect it, as though you were a good catch, a woman looking for a husband. Why is it you never sleep, following me everywhere? Whatever crime I commit, whatever ugliness I enter into, each shameful deed that is my very own, even though I gird myself to lie, pull on another mask to leave people at a loss, you record each defect as though set down on tape, insidiously fill me with guilt, obligation, injury. You see through me as a wife does. But why understand me by my flaws? Curious, gregarious, garrulous self, did you fail to grasp the stifling norms, to quarrel with those who wrap our knuckles, for whom only their diktats need be acknowledged and not what you conclude? You don't deserve the problems that barrack and assail you. Remember the marriage ceremony of your father and weep. Bewail your mother because of the afternoon you entered her womb and the world. Blame her. The other poem speaks for itself. It doesn't need much introduction. It's called Sia. Uh, 
It is about how I see poetry. How I see poetry. What its functions are. How it is best written. Perhaps that will help the younger generations who are coming after me. It starts with this. أعوذ بالله بلوي بيت بسم الله ياسين بطل هي عيار توصيدا لغو بلابو النبي تبيتي بلجير كليران بلي هرقلات صدي دتك واحان كبو سيدي دول بلي كهيري بانان كلو بريا كبه غنى برهانو واحان انيقا لاي براي انو لابا اوكالا بحو بيشل اوكالي هاي واحان بلي سايقو تيدي حدا يمان سابر تاي ولكنك بودان تيار مدى بيجيلي رجولي يهي أوصبار لويان لنا بحي سبب جديد صدر لجو ما بايعه بقول لجو ما عابده بيدقات نبيه بقسوة كحرام وانا بيملي دقة بقوله سلام حلو نبه هذا نبه هذا ما هلا بصدو بيتجاب كوكما جلو بينتنا وحكم لها وبيلر بجينا بقدر حدوا سنو وحبيل وحنير تاعي يدون بريدة بلغ هذي كهرجين كل كي بعرض ما نسدو أدو بالك كأقوي حدن سنة أباهنا سدي باللي يبلم بالس خلي ماله ويوبح برالوجي إسكوا بريستين بق خوص على حدا برعد خوجد وقته بودلب كخوجد بودن بيتاني أبارته بولحنكه دولا بنا سدي أول خبالها بوجها جهوسية بيرت هذا قوم كل بباق حلودنا برتعد ونقشهاي إنتو باعوسيدكو تحلمين باركي في حقوب سكوتيو للبعضي كتاليو كبرلي سميلان بريها بقعدين باهي لاو أذيقو بسيرالي إنتو بارك كاتبو حيسها بساسيو بارقادة لابته تدعو لقوني يبار مال باسكو تابته انتو باحل لغي هاي اساقو بانا برتاكان كسقلو ايكو غو بلاده مركي بيد لشيقة با سيدي بالقر سودية لبعنا بيحوكتادي حد بابالا ديمدا فرقبوت كقاديه ما سيدا باليدا اي بادي صعدالي بوكستو لسورغو سيراد بحيسي مودي نفتا او برادي كل با بغر تلاه ديو بشبا اي باكو بچارو نكيري روبا دانا ما افكيكو خلا بخير In my cradle I heard the women sing In the name of God Yasin This is how we begin With the dance step and the dance I was playing Bito Biti Singing Bile Jire This is how Garia grew I suckled on hearsay, drank in lore. A cloud in the east means rest your feet, the rain will trek to us. Dear friend, dear Burhan, I was taught there are two types of poem. 
that which tells you how things are, and that with another agenda. The people know which is which. When she brought me up, Beliso said, If a poem is a farm, then how things truly are, that's water. The best words for the best thoughts, that's how it begins. Justice is your only compost. Life itself is what you hoe. Just squeeze truth from what happens, and in its own time it will sprout. Whether a poem brings forth seeds depends on how it's tended and by whom, the spot in which it's planted. Depending on who needs it and for what, its husk is hulled or boiled. A poem is the measure for that trek beneath the draining sun each generation adds to. When you have to stand and fight, it shows you where to point the gun. It guides you like a conch shell horn, the call of the large camel bell. It is the word's own bugle. It is the finest matting woven for a bride, the one the song calls refuser of poor suitors. It's not sold for coppers. It's not for praising the powerful. To put a price on it, any price, cheapens it and is forbidden. It's riding bareback on an unbroken horse. You don't hobble its heels. Those who fear for their hides and won't ride without a saddle, those lacking in the craft, can't get near this. Lies have nothing to do with it. Poetry is a woman you do not betray. To abuse her beauty is a sin. It's most lovely when most perfectly timed. As though met at morning, you exchanged greetings at just the right moment. When your own wings feel so bedraggled that you need another's touch, then the full beauty of a poem is like a butterfly meeting a just-wakened flower at the exact moment of dawn. When it seems to caress your flank, to massage a salve into you, when the pupil of its arrow pierces you, striking the mark exactly, splitting your anguished cries in two, like a seer who peers inside you, it homes in on your oversensitivities, your innermost wounds. When you suddenly hear of your betrothal, it sends the message deeper into your most vulnerable point. Poetry is the mind-seeker, opening your old, scarred-over hurt, discovering your untouched earth, that place closed off from those closest to you. When Bahi Lawe, that dancing verse, brushes the melancholy from you, as though it were a dust that settled on your lust for life, choked the desire in your chest. It's like a grenade, a bomb, its blast range perfectly judged, so that each stanza touches you from problematic top to troubled toe, exploding 
from your core. When it permeates you, each time a line is recited, as though from a secret page on which your own secrets are exposed, so that each time you scan it, you jolt with anxiety. This poem alliterates in B, but all the best poems are branded, so that each page which is turned makes you believe you've confessed and each time your soul involuntarily cries out, Bravo! Dear God, don't seal this man's lips. May the truth he speaks continue as though it burst from my own mouth. This poem is called The Death of a Princess. The Death of a Princess is the name of a film by an English director. He's talking about the miserable end of two lovers. One was a princess from Saudi Arabia. She loved another Saudi Arabian man who was not from the royal family. And the royal family lost their nerves when they heard that their princess, who had blue blood in her veins, tried to love some normal human being because they are above, <laughs> because they are angels, according to their belief. So they tr they tried to to discourage her and ask her, please and please, don't marry that. Saudi Arabia, because you have to have, you, have, you can marry your cousin is from the royal family. But she insisted, she insisted to marry him. Then the royal family deci finally decided to get rid of them, both of them. That was in 1976. And he was beheaded and she was hanged in 1976. So this poem is about that story, and it really cost me much. I cannot go to Saudi Arabia because they translated this poem into Arabic, and if I go there, I will also get beheaded, perhaps. But I don't care. Haya ala salah, haya ala falah, illo adi mai mahasu sankaro illo wajira wana haladum. حدقي <تصفيق> حقوا مصري وفوق يا حرار إيش حيجي ودمشي يا حرير كوحي داي سلون أركا صوحة صدا تقبع نحولا بي حرم كأيه ويسكي حوريا نحو بينا يال حقوا درحمو حاولا يعرفون كوحا شيرانو حيقي يا حرار حور تايسانيو حمالي يا وسطال أفرتاسي حنان 
حقك خلالك قبل ده نحيس واحبك برشيد واحرة أولدلن حولت جيا وجب أولحي تجلف تريدي حبار راسه للحكمة وحور العين يا حالي يدي حوشه حالي قالها ساكنا حرقوا حلو وريج انتي حوب كي داهية دي حلا كلو حيديو ساكن حالي يليه قرحي سوضو حلالها بولك لكو حديديو حد حطوي يانا حبحلو قدنتي حدن توتيو حمدي يكو ليل لف حلالة باس حام حامد كي حيفورة تيو حسل شوك لك حاشاك الله حب لشيد اللي هديان حستي حال قاد الله قبلنا نحيس حبيب بايا حيد حدوه بكتال او حلو ضني حكب لو دكسيو او الحقاقة عرق دلت حالو فشي حرفي كوليل مرون بايا حفتلي مرون بايا حريو ككفردي حمي ليا حاوه حالك قويسة يا حالكي جبيسة يا اسحابال وحبذا قدك او حبكي او حنجرا كعولو وينجرا حرير كحيو بسا حينو قاويسة عيبها حلك لحبت قاضيا كيد كي حسكي حولدده وحقوب حابو ويا هاي لوغو حيبان كيري انو حابق لوكال حردي هاي دادكي وحقي جيسا حبي يكالقال لابحو شقالي لحليدي سا دارين كيدا حلالي يدول حلحدين حلالكي حسلدي حيسي سيا حسل ديديا حسبدنا مقالين الى حلالي تاهي غصب لوغو حلالي حالي نمين حافدي كتبي يا حالي حركي كجري وعي حولي سبع حتي دروقتها حقسقي هربا حكتديد قبا درح وما كل الكحة ناقضيا بها حيدا وين حيران تيا قبلدي حديو عاشقا كحلا يلان قاب كحولي حقا سراء هاي كحو جوديا حبس اللو دريا يدول حريو آن عيو حكومي قلبي حرا حربكي عشقي حتر دوها تعالى دي حبيقا حبد لغو فريا ليا حال سليو حول كيت عليد لغو حيريا لحباليا هلوا حسوس شاكادا كحلو ماشو واحي جاس حالوتي وحيقا هل كالو حاجتاقو اي حبيب الله حدود في سطال ازيد هيا على الصلاة come to prayer Haya ala fala, come to salvation. I can't remember which prayer time it was, but I had to answer. It may be the way of this world beneath the witness of the stars, but last night I was told they gorged on clotted blood. The earth there is dry and gleaming, scraped smooth like camel fat. All the goats and sheep have grazed the land bare. The place is ridden with ticks, a desert where no one can rest, a scrubland sitting on oil. Floods of people with guns and without restraints surround it. The place is duned with a humid wind. It is perhaps the hottest time. It is also cities, sprouting skyscrapers, which exhaust the eye, furnished and fringed with damask and silk. They eavesdrop on air's gossip. This is where those responsible hoard their possessions. Rivers flow within that land, 
Waters of the holy places and whiskey foam and froth up there. The place is misery itself. Women burdened with children, hawking and gasping, bearers and bricklayers ground down and harassed. My first quarter is done. Look still more closely. See our young woman, Chais, wholesome as a honeycomb, born within the pale. Like the choicest virgin mare, she isn't bridled for some camel raid, nor a share of the loot. She is heaven's eye, a huri. She is the sun, sharing the horizon with the moon who last night guarded the earth. And this morning passes on his watch, elegantly drawing back the hem, the membrane of the sky like closed curtains. He paints the dawn sky as she rises in her urgency with the fletchers on the arrows of the morning's rays. And she, in this flirtation, because of his caresses, these delicate advances, lets herself be roused. In her fever and her heat, her rising and ripping, self-consuming passion, she throws off her clouds and stands the length of a forearm from the horizon. Can you see her whip-lithe limbs? If I've failed, then ask her to forgive me. Dearly missed, our Haïs was a navel to the river of the people. She was part of them, but penned in scrubland and fenced in the pen. She did not have to see that season which sears the trees, feel its harshness or its heat. Only once did she break out. Only once feel the freedom of transgressing their strictures. It was said of Eve that she cut the rope that bound her, breached her limits. And so she tore the silk off that used to cover the hole in which the rat eats afterbirth and blood clots deliberately exposing its shameful weaknesses, its irresponsibilities. She set them out one by one. That tree, the twigs and dry branches of which were kindling, the dead leaves a fuel which used to threaten fire, she confirmed to the people as hollow, a tree of poisonous resin. She disclosed our strongest feelings, that intense intimacy of love which enters into us all. She longed for her elegant boy who swept her away. By not closing off her clean desires, she refused stability. She didn't consider how Betrothed through obligation, she was another man's wife, nor took into account that place she came from, nor, poor girl, the law that holds sway there. 
As this liaison continued, it went beyond whispers. As soon as the secret was out, the family of that princess, those wrongdoers, grew wrathful. That gluttonous house got angry. That gifted girl was found guilty of what? Love that was tethered to the branch with short roots that can't reach the heights. The wild choice of the wrong ram. So they threw her in jail. Then, although no one tried her, that holy place of love, which was a seat for her clean heart, that shrine to passion, was opened by a bullet. This is how it was told. She and the boy she loved were cut down and put in their graves. If you only remember one thing about this story, let it be this. The place is Hijaz, the centre of the divine revelation, destination of the Hajj. It is the navel of the prophet, where the beloved of God was born. Thanks very much for listening to this podcast from the Poetry Translation Centre. If you've enjoyed the recording and would like to find out more about us, please visit our website at www.poetrytranslation.org.